Hello and welcome to today's Bible broadcast episode. We're so honored and thankful that you've taken time to join us today. As we'll be continuing here in our study of the book of Mark, the book of Mark, I apologize, we're a little off of our schedule here with our uh, Bible broadcast episodes, mainly because I had a little bit of a sinus infection that I've been trying to get over. And so, um, you know, the downside of a podcast is that all you can hear is a voice. And when that voice sounds like it's going through a wood chipper, it's not very uh, good to listen to. So uh, we just took a little bit of time off there, but we're back today and we are excited as we continue here, Mark chapter number two. I want us to look here, verse number 13. The Bible says, and he went forth again by the seaside. Now, Jesus, he's just healed this palsied man. Uh, He has just healed this man uh, and his friends uh, that brought him to, uh, brought his, uh, brought him to Jesus. And uh, so we come here, verse 13, and he went forth again by the seaside. So Jesus, he's there at that Sea of Galilee, there in near Capernaum, where his central hub of ministry is. And all the multitude resorted unto him. They came to him. And he taught them. And as he passed by, verse 14, now I just want to say here, just uh, pause. We see this phrase, and as he passed by, or as Jesus passed by, we see it many times throughout the New Testament. And it just serves us a wonderful truth. And I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that there was a day when Jesus passed by my way. I'm thankful that Jesus, he passed by, and not only uh, could I see him, but more importantly, he saw me. And I'm so thankful for that today, and I pray that you are as well. Now, if you're not saved, Jesus is passing by your way. Jesus wants to save you. He wants you to be born again. He has passed by your way. Maybe you've clicked onto this podcast. You have no idea anything about our church. You don't know anything about this podcast. But for some reason, you clicked on it today and you're listening right now. Can I tell you that this is God's uh, telling you that you need to be saved. You're a sinner. You're lost. You're in need of a Savior. And Jesus Christ is that Savior. He came to this earth. He lived a perfect life. He died a death that was meant for you. He paid the debt that was our debt so that you and I could be saved if we put our faith and trust in his death, burial, and resurrection alone for salvation. And I encourage you to do that and take care of that before it is eternally too late. But we see here Mark verse uh, 14, and as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus. Now, this is uh, Matthew. He goes by that name as well in the New Testament. He was a tax collector. Notice it says, sitting at the receipt of custom. Uh, he was there a tax collector. And, and by the way, Tax collectors were hated by the Jewish people because they were employed by the Roman government. They were employed by the people that were oppressing the Jewish people. And so in the eyes of a Jewish person, a tax collector was a traitor. A tax collector was scum, if I could be blunt with you. It was uh, not a job that you wanted if you wanted to keep your friends that were Jewish people. And we see here Matthew, he really was a sellout. He sold out his soul to the Roman government to become a tax collector. And tax collectors were hated even more than that because let's say that your taxes were $10 that year. I tell you what, sometimes I wish my taxes were only $10. But imagine that your taxes were $10. And Levi came to your house. He knocked on your door. He said, hey, you owe me $20 for your taxes. Well, you would owe $10, but what the what the tax collectors would do is they'd charge you $20. They would give the 10 to the government and they'd keep the 10 for themselves. So they were rich. They were thieves. This is, this is the type of person that Jesus has just called to follow him. And notice he says, and said unto him, follow me. 
And he arose and followed him. Now, what we don't see here in this verse, but what is illustrated, what the truth is, is that he sacrificed this. He gave this up to follow Christ. Just as we saw in the call of Peter and Andrew and James and John, they forsook their nets. They left their their way of life to follow Jesus Christ. And, And we see the same thing here. Notice what the Bible says here in verse 15. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat, he sat at supper, at dinner. We know Jesus was a Baptist because he, he ate. Uh, that was a joke, so please, nobody come after me. It was That was a joke. We, we know how to do, to do jokes around here. But and it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples. For there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto him unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. I want us to notice a couple things here in these verses. Notice when the Bible says that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many. Now, publicans were uh, as another name for tax collectors. So Jesus is sitting with a group of tax collectors, people that uh, a group of people that the Jewish people hated. These publicans, these tax collectors, and these sinners. Now, the sinners is a broad term. Um, it, sinners simply is someone that falls short. You and I, we are sinners. We, we have fallen short. And when we beget, when we got saved, we recognized that we were sinners. We recognized that we had fallen short. But basically, these publicans and sinners, they, they, they weren't exactly what you would call the moral high ground group. No, these were kind of the, the low, the low tier people. Uh, they were the low tier people in the eyes of these uh, of the Jewish people and of these scribes and Pharisees, and we see that Jesus is eating with them. He's fellowshipping with them. He is spending time with these sinners, with these publicans, the people that uh, that the religious folks wanted nothing to do with. Jesus was spending time with them, and we see here the love and compassion of our Savior. He, he he's a compassionate God. But I want you to notice something. Notice it says how I came, uh, I'm sorry, verse um, 15, uh, sat also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. Now, what I want you to notice about that is just like Peter and Andrew, just like Levi or, or Matthew, just like these men that followed Jesus, these publicans and sinners did as well. You see, there's a there's a belief in our world today that Well, we can come to Jesus as a sinner and we can leave a sinner. We can come to Jesus lost and, well, he'll just love me and accept me no matter what I do. And the truth is, yes, Jesus loves us no matter what. But his love for us was demonstrated on the cross where he paid for our sin. And so Jesus, he doesn't want you to stay the way that you are. Because if you came to Jesus as a sinner and you left a sinner, friend, you're still lost without Jesus as your savior. No, you come to Jesus as a sinner. He washes you clean of your sin. When you admit that you're a sinner, you repent of your sin. You change your mind about it, your sin, yourself and your savior. And you trust on Jesus Christ you believe in him. 
And that's what these people were doing. They came to Jesus, but Jesus didn't let them stay the way that they were. There's a philosophy in this world that's running rampant that you can come into contact with Jesus and stay the same. Friend, if you come in contact with Jesus Christ, you will never be the same. You will not be the same. And we see this here illustrated that these publicans and sinners, they sat together with Jesus and they followed him. Verse 16, we see, that, uh-oh, the scribes and the Pharisees saw him eat with the publicans and sinners. They said unto his disciples, how is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? These were the religious groups, the scribes. They, they wrote the, the, the Old Testament. They wrote it out. They were the scribes, the Pharisees. They were the sect of, of Judaism that were uh, adherents to the law. They kept the law of Moses, and, and they kept every point of it, which, of course, we know that they didn't because the Bible tells us that if you fail in one point, you fail in all. And we're all sinners. And we see that these publicans and sinners, they came and trying to entrap Jesus. They say, well, why is he fellowshipping with these sinners? They were looking down on them. You see, the, the, the Pharisees and the scribes, they expected the Messiah to come and bow down and worship them for being, oh, you've, you've done so well. You've kept my law. Oh, you've done me such a favor. That's what the Pharisees and scribes were expecting. They weren't expecting a Savior of love and of compassion. You see, the Pharisees and scribes and the Sadducees, they had made a God in their mind, a God that would come, would praise them for their good works and their working to heaven, quote unquote, but would look down on and, and, dis, and disgust for the scum of the earth and look down in disgust with these sinners and publicans. But the reality is, is that our Savior came to seek and to save that which was lost. We see here in verse 17, when Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, they that are whole have no need of the physician. Well, well, I mean, this makes sense, doesn't it? You know, if I was healthy, if I was perfectly fine, nothing wrong with me, and I were to go to the doctor, I were to, you know, wait for three hours like you do at the doctor's office, then you get seen by the doctor. He comes in, he says, how can I help you today? What's, what's feeling ill? Why are you feeling bad? And I say, oh, I'm good. No, I don't feel anything bad. The doctor looked at me kind of funny. Well, why? Well, because why would I go to the doctor if I'm not sick? Why would I go to be whole if I'm already okay? And the truth is, is that these Pharisees, they were not whole. They weren't they were sick, but in their own minds, in their own self-righteousness, they were okay. And so Jesus is speaking to them and he says, Look, if you think that you're whole, you don't need a physician. But they that are sick, those that are sick need the physician. You have to recognize that you are sick. You, this is, I'm a big proponent, and I believe the Word of God teaches that before somebody can get saved, they must recognize that they are a sinner. They must recognize that they are sick. They must recognize that they are not whole, that they need a Savior. This is what Jesus is teaching us here. But they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. See, the Pharisees, they they thought they were righteous. And, and we see that Jesus, he came to call sinners to repentance. Everyone is a sinner. Jesus wasn't saying, oh, you Pharisees and scribes, you're okay, you're safe. No, what he was, what he was saying is that those that have recognized that they are sinners are, are able to repent. You can't repent of something that you don't even believe that you've done. You can't repent of sin that you don't think you've sinned of. If you think you've sinned, then you can repent. But if you sit back and say, well, I'm perfect. I haven't done anything wrong. Well, you can't repent of that. 
You have to admit and realize you're a sinner. Now, I want you to turn with me to Matthew chapter number nine here as we finish this lesson, but we have the parallel account of this. And I want to read these verses because I believe Jesus, he was the the perfect teacher. And we see a little bit of sarcasm Jesus uses, not sinful. Jesus was perfect. He couldn't sin. It was impossible. We see Jesus's response to these Pharisees recorded for us by by, by Matthew, this man that was called by God here. Notice what he says. Verse 12, but when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, they that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. Very similar to what we read in Mark, but notice this added part. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. I love this phrase that Jesus uses here. He says, but go ye and learn. Now, can you imagine if you were to go to a to a somebody that has a doctorate, they've got education left and right. They know, I mean, just their field of expertise. I mean, front, back, left and right. They were to come to you and they were to be telling you, you know, look, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And they're correct. Like, they're right. Sure. And then you were to look at them and say, you're so wrong. This is how it should be. You, you just go ahead and go back and you learn. You, you go back and learn. Now, of course, when we say it, it would be a sinful, prideful thing. But Jesus here, but go ye and learn. This was a common uh, saying of the rabbis of the day. When it came to learning the scriptures and learning the Old Testament, the rabbis would say, but go and learn that which, uh, which uh, what that meaneth. He basically told these Pharisees and scribes, He told them what they tell others in a sinful way. But Jesus here, he was perfect. He didn't sin. He said this because he really turns it back on them. He says, look, you think you know the scripture. You think you know the way to heaven, but you don't because you're rejecting me. Jesus, he illustrates this many other times throughout the scripture, and we'll get to that uh, later as we continue through our study in this book. But he says, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. We know that God instituted the sacrificial system as a picture of what Jesus Christ would do. But what these Pharisees were saying was that the Messiah would be only judgment. As we said earlier, the Messiah would come and lift us up, but look down on the sinners and the Pharisees and the publicans. But what Jesus came was to have mercy. Jesus came to bring uh, to bring compassion to a lost and a dying world. Of course, we do know as well that Jesus, he does bring judgment. We know that in uh, when he comes back, he will judge the world of sin and of righteousness. We know that that's what Jesus will do. But these Pharisees, they had a, a, a wrong idea of who the Messiah was. And when they came into contact with who he was, they, they didn't recognize him because they had made a God of, of in their own minds. And it wasn't who Jesus truly was. They were wrong. And we see here, that Jesus, he says, but go ye and learn what that meaneth. He, he, he turns back on them what they would have commonly said to others. As we see here today in our study, we've seen that Jesus, he says that he has come to call the right, the sinners to repentance. Friend, if you're a sinner and you're lost without Jesus Christ, today is the day to repent of your sin and trust Jesus Christ of your as, as your personal Savior. I'm looking forward as we continue here. We're going to be looking at verses 18 through 20 next time. 
But I encourage you to go ahead and read ahead. Read and, and make some notes in your Bible uh, for yourself and what you see the Lord teaching you here in these verses. But and we look, but we look forward to being able to be together again and, and go through these verses. I'm enjoying studying the book of Mark, and I pray that you are as well. But can I tell you just by way of application here, the Bible teaches us that Jesus that Jesus Christ, he called those, he came to save those that were sick. And you and I should have the burden for those that are lost, a burden that are, for those that are sick, because those are the ones that Jesus Christ came to save. And can I tell you that one mark, one mark of relig- religious legalism is a lack of care for souls. One mark of religious legalism is a lack of care for souls. The Bible tells us in Luke 15, 2, that, G, that, that Jesus, he received sinners and he eateth with them. The Pharisees, they were looking at it, what they used in their minds as a disgrace, as a cut down. It was actually the most glorious truth because friends, you and I, we are sinners and Jesus came to us. When we couldn't go to him, he came to me. And I praise God for that. I encourage you to join us again here on uh, on Wednesday. We look forward to being with you. And uh, we're excited for what the Lord has in store for us. Have a wonderful day.